Watching you, watching you go stride for stride with DJ Dallas yesterday down the sideline. In all honesty, are, are you faster now than you were a couple years ago when you were here? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel healthy. Um, I think the last couple seasons, I was I finished the season with the injury, so I spent majority of the time like trying to rehab that injury. But you know, last year, uh, you know, we didn't play that long, so I got a chance to kind of regroup, reset my diet, reset my things I normally do in the off season, and, and um, you know, just trying to be the best version of myself so I can help this team. We felt good, like with the energy was there. Um, obviously, that's a big part of the defense that we want to improve on. So, um, we think it's a first step to you know coming out first day in practice, setting a tone like that. Um, and then we just got to build on it. It's a lot of guys learning how to fit, a lot of guys le learning how to use their pads and things of that nature, and just you know knock that rust off. But you know it was a good strong day. Um, I think it's just understanding your run fits. I think uh, what it means by that is uh, the team is not going to just line up and let's say you have an A or B gap. They're not going to just line up and, and come right at you. They're going to move a guy. They're going to motion a guy. And all those motions change, changes your gap. And so you have to know um, what your gap is after that. And I think just having an understanding because sometimes they'll you know, motion to put the nickel into the fit. Now the nickel has a run gap or they'll move the tight end and make the, the outside guy have to fold back in. So there's different ways that they can, you know, the office is, does to mess with your run fit. So just being mindful of that, being able to communicate that with everybody and just being on the same page, I think that's the biggest emphasis. It seemed like that was a particularly physical first To an extent, I mean, uh, the D-line did such a good job, the ball never really made it up to us, to be honest. They were attacking the ball in the backfield, so, um, you know, which I'm okay with. So uh, they were in the backfield every every play, and they, they really set the tone for us today. And so, you know, that's something that we're going to look for, um, you know, all season. You played with Jared, obviously. How do you kind of see him now? Um, you know, he's always been good just being in the backfield and watching him on, you know, other teams. Uh, he's done a really good job. And so he's just bringing that same uh, thing. I think he's more mature, uh, obviously knows he's always been a smart player. And so now he has more intellect, more experience under his belt. So um, he's kind of passing that knowledge down to a lot of the guys around him. So, uh, you know, we really feel really good about having him there. I was a big dude, man. So uh, whether whether he's getting penetration or standing there, nobody's really moving him. Um, you know, the difference with them is they're able to move. They're a little bit more shiftier. So um, on some of those angle blocks, it's a little bit harder to get get to them because they're so quick and they're able to get outside. So um, with that quickness, we need to just be able to, as linebackers, be able to read off of that and, and um, you know, make sure we find the ball. <laughs> Um, man, I think every year you uh, you come into the game and you want to be better than what you were last year. And I see Diggs is still childish. Uh, your kid's right there, too. Setting a bad example, throwing ice at adults. You know what I mean? Um, 
but no, there's still areas in, in my game I want to improve. Um, there's still plays I want to make. Obviously, um, winning is the ultimate goal, and that hasn't happened for me uh, the last few years. So wanting to put more than, you know, I think last year we had five wins, and the year before that it wasn't double digits. So um, wanting to win, wanting to play at a high level and, and remind everybody who's the best. Um, I'm just really consistent when it comes to taking care of my body. I've been blessed to have and work with a lot of great people um, outside of the building that's been able to to help me maintain uh, my body the way that it is. And um, honestly, it's just that, just being committed to greatness. You know, watching guys like Ray Lewis, Ken Norton, those guys have been around for a long time and um, just doing things that they've done to allow themselves to play for a long time, just doing the same thing. He's been great. I mean, obviously he's learning new defense and, and you know, I think he's he needed this this new um, new environment, uh, fresh environment, and he's been making plays. Last uh, Yesterday he had a nice little pick that that he took back. So I think he's getting more and more comfortable with the scheme, and um, I'll be excited to see him out there on the field and making plays. What's impressed you about Aquino? Were you playing against him last year or being in this camp with him now as an unquestioned starter? Um, I think the maturity, the growth, um, obviously the confidence, because obviously when you you kind of take over you know, a guy like Russ, um, you know, there's a lot of expectations, a lot of things that you um, you know, they're expecting of you, but he came in and he was himself and he performed at a very high level. And, you know, I've watched that from afar, you know, um, he never really got the opportunity because Russ was here. And so um, I knew if he got an opportunity, he probably seize the moment and that's what he did. Uh, and it's, it's just fun to see. It's fun to see the, the work, um, him being in there early in the morning, working out and things like that. It's just, it's just cool to see the way he's interacting, the way he has command of the huddle. Um, it's fun to see. And you can see it's, it's a, even better this year, so I'm looking forward to seeing what that looks like this year. <laughs> Say one more time, I have another immature person. <laughs> more, more of the terminology. Um, I was fortunate enough to, uh, you know, I was here for a long time, same system, but then when I went to the Rams, they kind of ran a similar system to this, and so I feel like we're kind of combining what we used to do with some of the new stuff. And so a lot of it is just terminology. A lot of it is just, um, yeah, just getting back in the playbook like you're a rookie and making sure you know all the intricacies. Cause like I said, they're not gonna just line up and come at you. They're gonna motion, they're gonna do different things. And, you know, as a Mike linebacker, being able to check. You've been back in this uniform for a few months now, but to get the reception that you had the last few days from the fans, what has been your reaction to that? And was it everything you expected? Um, it's been amazing, man. The fans have been amazing. Um, the first time I came back was just uh, something that was really special. Um, the way that they welcomed me, I mean, obviously coming back was was just as cool. And um, being able to connect with the community, being able to connect with with everybody, because you know, like two years ago, like my like I had got hurt on the last play, so I thought my last um, my last time in the Seahawks jersey was going to be that play. And um, I'm I'm blessed and happy. It's not that. He's really smart. He's um super tough too. Like you know, having a guy like that that's 
able to make plays and get picks and things of that nature, but come down and, and really tag off the running back or whoever he needs to be in, in the run game is just um, special. It's not too many guys like that. Is you know he doesn't get the, the respect he deserves. He's you know one of the best, if not the best, safeties in the league, and um, he's done an amazing job. He's super super smart. I, it's, it's really cool to be able to to bounce ideas off of him during the game or just you know during practice and. And uh, you know, I'm glad to be able to play with him again. Did you like uh, playing the, the softball game? Yeah, it was cool. And then I, you know, one of the balls came down. I saw, you know, somebody slip, and I was like, Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to. This is not my game. So she did the splits. I can't afford to do the splits. I don't even think my body moved like that. So why is it important to you to always? <laughs> Please state your name and where you're from. I thought you was a realtor. I didn't think you was a. I did that. Tyler Lockett, Seattle Seahawks wide receiver, and okay. special teams returner. Well, why is it important for you to get here early the way that you do? Ever since I've been here, you've always been here. First one out, first one in. It's that's a great question. I, I'll give you close. But um it's it's more of a mindset thing. It's like it's a habit where you don't want to let people outwork you. And so that's kinda where it started is I didn't want anybody to beat me to the um to the facility and then after that just you create a routine and you get used to things and you get here early kind of like what Kobe said like the earlier you get here the more time you have to um, you know do all the things you need to do and provide that balance you know I'm able to be with my family because of how early I wake up so that's that's a little bit of it I'll see you there right yeah appreciate you guys <laughs> um, the first one or the second one the first one probably like 530. Second one probably five forty two. Um I think it's the checks. I think uh, you know, when he comes out when he reads the coverage, whether it's cover two, cover three, cover four, um, the confidence to check it to the play he needs to check it to. Um and then the way that everybody listens. Nobody's second questions is checked, nobody's second questions what he's checking into. Um they trust him, he has complete command of the huddle and I think that's the, the confidence. Obviously um, one play, because I didn't watch too many Seattle games last year, to be honest. Um, but one one game that I did watch, I don't know who they're playing. It might have been L.A. Chargers. But there was a play, something happened. Something happened before the play, and you saw Pete come up to uh, Geno, say something to Geno, and then he throw a touchdown the next play. Like, just having, like, the, that that's, like, confidence. Like, confidence in yourself. Like, being able to let that play go and throw a strike the next plays. You know, that, that was fun. Tyler? Huh? No, I think it was to Gooden. Or Goodwin? Goodwin, yeah. Have you played for a big thing last year? Tell that Walgreen came out. Have you played for Sean and May last year? Can you tell that Sean Yeah, I mean, there's, there's obviously is some differences because, um, you know, Quarterback situation was a little bit different. Like when when Shane first got here, he was, he was dealing with Russ, and Russ liked to move around a little bit more versus the quarterbacks that he worked was working with didn't really move that much. But they still do the same play action, the same sweeps, the same you know try to expose the same things, and so you could definitely tell there's certain things. But um, that offense is it has a, a wide range of weapons, but it's centered around your weapons, and so you know DK is different than uh, Cooper Cup. And so the way they try to get him open versus Tyler Lockett versus all the different weapons are different. And, and you know, here there's a much, much more emphasis in, in running, running the ball and making sure that's part of the game. 
And so that that was to me the biggest difference. But um, you could definitely tell there was some similarities there. Um, I really like the way he, he um, you know cuts back, sees you know sees everything. He, you could definitely tell um, you know when somebody overplays or when he sees a gap, he he hits it, he hits it quick. And so um, you know he's just he's a guy that's been standing out and, and getting better and better every every practice. And um, it's gonna be fun seeing everybody you know in preseason and stuff like that. It's it's unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate. At the same time, it's too. It's it's not too far out. It's kind of interesting. It's you know when you have like CBAs or contract negotiations, everybody tries to find a loophole. And so you know, I feel like the loophole with the running backs has been if, you, if they're really good, draft them in the first round. Like use them as much as you can, and then don't pay them. And if they're still good, then you know you franchise them until you feel like they losing steam, and you know you get rid of them. I think it's unfortunate how we devalue that position because you know clearly us we value running the ball, and you know a lot of teams I know they go to the passing, but you know if they don't have a run game, then nobody believes the pass or play action and things of that nature. So I think it's still a, a value position. It's unfortunate how the chairman, you know, spoke about his own, you know, running back and, you know, to, you know, I think as players, you just want to be appreciated and you want to be valued. And um, it's unfortunate that they're not getting that. And hopefully uh, we and they can figure it out. That's a big word. Maturation. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. What about saying? Um, you know, obviously, it's, it's kind of the same thing as confidence. When you come in, you know, he's a defensive line coach, and, you know, you, you start noticing how he, you know, has command of, of those guys and the, all those guys. You know, they got so many different personalities. So when you're able to connect with each one of them, obviously, you know, you have an ability to um, to connect with people, which I think is big when you're up in those higher ranks, defensive coordinators, head coaches. You know, scheme is good, but being able to connect with people is – is I think the thing that separates um, anybody, and he's able to do that. Um, I think that's been the biggest thing is being able to connect with not just his group, but the everybody around. And, and I think obviously there's more confidence in in the calls, and and uh, you know I'm pretty sure I'll be able to help him out a little bit too. You have to, you have to be able to connect because you have to be able to communicate. You know when things are going good and things are going bad, you have to be able to communicate and make sure you're on the same page. Especially for me, you know I'm an extension of him to an extent, you know, when Sundays come around, I need to be able to uh, relay his message, relay, you know, the game plan that we have that week. And, you know, us being on the same page is, is uh, it's a big deal. How much, how much are you competitive with Jordan right now? It's certainly not having to be on the field. Yeah, we definitely communicate. I think his biggest thing, obviously, is, is you know, his health and, and being healthy and making sure he's good. Um, obviously, we talk the game of football, but, you know, there's always, you know, waves of life. And I think right now is him just focusing on making sure his, he feels as comfortable and, and great when he steps out on the field. And, again, I, I don't, you know, hoard knowledge. So, you know, whatever he wants, I got it. Appreciate it, guys.